0: You're listening to Spiderweb Salon's podcast, where we talk to poets and authors about writing, being a writer, and having ideas. Thank you for listening. Today we'll be speaking to Paula Mendoza. She is a reviewer for Scout, essay editor for The Offing, and assistant poetry editor at Newfound Art & Place. Her poems have appeared in Parcel, Bat City Review, Washington Square, Diagram, and elsewhere. She's an MFA graduate from the University of Michigan and lives in Denton, Texas. Today, she'll be reading her poem, Left by the Ship.
1: Left by the Ship Seized with the dull hunger of leaving home A gnaw ached in, the distance took with blood I and what a thing to wish, to be absolved of mother To hover above like a scale of oil or a Christ Like the last living gull Weather is either monsoon or dry always, a poverty so lush even the garbage flowers. The cinematography was excellent, a palette of earthy grays and jewel greens, and the subjects well-chosen. One girl, Margarita de la Rosa, second generation and Asian, had such intensity that all the rain seemed to draw inward and collect in her gaze. You could not help but invest in their common trouble as a sympathetic aesthete, moved by how slowly gorgeous the ruining. Such mud, such mosses, set in relief by burnish and bleak a radiant deteriorate. I understood every word spoken skimming between translations, those skins. Affection's a sieve in what contrived mesh. Sun bladed in and with all my doors open, a hornet flew into my apartment. And I spoke to it, as if it could hear and only refused to listen, as if it could be coaxed back outside. I threatened to kill it. I derided it for its stupidity, hitting the glass in soft thuds, and it sounded like the pat of a finger tapping against a window to catch someone's attention outside. It wanted to be outside, but couldn't find its way to the open door. It may still be in here. It may have rested on a low sill, and if I see it, I will have to kill it. I speak with no mark of where I am from. My tongue tastes like anywhere I am. I can swallow a word or draw it long like molasses. In Texas, it's oral. And mesquites grown in soil. I lack what I lack. I lack it when you small. Occident, does it golden under my supple umber? Always they are wanting to eat me. I want you in my mouth. Go ahead. I want to bite. Go ahead. My mother was an island girl. My father was a city boy. They ran away. They ran away. And I did too. And we never went back. And we never went back. And we never went back.
0: Paula, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having me here.
0: Um, That was a beautiful piece. I I love that piece so much. Um, (laughs) It recently appeared in issue 19 of Drunken Boat. Um, I'd I'd love to hear
1: a little bit about what inspired the piece, where this came from. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I uh, was watching, um, so the, the title Left by the Ship is actually the title of a documentary. And documentary is uh, fo- or it follows uh, the lives of four uh, Ameri Asians um, children who were fathered by um, American soldiers and um, I think if I'm remembering right, um, all four were abandoned and and um, I remember watching it thinking that this this documentary will inspire me to uh, to get in touch with some some part of my uh my identity, my heritage and because uh the Philippines, uh where I'm from, where I'm born, um, is something I never really uh wrote about. And I, I don't know if I was ever ac- actively uh you know avoiding writing about it or or resisting it, but um I felt like it was it was time for, for me to sort of explore that. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch this documentary and 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 uh and and see you know, and see how it moves me, and and uh, and and this poem happened, and and I feel that uh, I feel that it was um, it was easier for me to write about the distance I felt watching this documentary than it was to write about you know some some element of uh, Filipino ness in in you know in myself, and so. It, rather than, um, manufacture, um, that, you know, some feeling of belonging, I, I chose to write about this weird sort of aesthetic distance that I felt watching that movie, um, because it was this really, uh, sorry, not movie, documentary, uh, it was, this, it was a really beautiful, beautifully shot do- documentary, and I remember watching these, um, these scenes of just, uh, of poverty, essentially, you know, um, and um, an and, and understanding, you know, the language you're speaking and, and sort of feeling this weird familiarity with uh, in, in, in their faces, you know, like these are, this is, this is how a lot of my, you know, my family looks like. But at the same time, like feeling alienated from it. So it was, it was a very, uh, a very unusual um, feeling. And uh, so I, I chose wrote write from that place. When, when, um, when you're
0: going into writing about, you know, that identity that, you know, has, has escaped you in some way, um, where, where do you start? Is there, is there a theme? Um, I know you, you talk about watching the documentary, but for yourself, making it very personal, um, what's that
1: process like? Um, I, 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 I don't know. It when it comes to, when it comes to writing or, or, or beginning a poem, um, it doesn't it doesn't start from this place where like oh this is something i'm gonna ex-, you know this is something I'm gonna explore um, I mean, I guess w- when I was watching that you know that that was sort of the initial sort of like impetus of like but you know wh- when my my hands touch the keyboard or when my my hand grabs the pen, it's more often um just you know a, a phrase or um like a collection of sounds or um you know. It, it starts with the language, I guess. It, it starts with the words and, and the sounds and, and the kind of the noises um, that those phrases make. Um, so uh, I think, let me see, wh- wh- where to have that line. Uh, seized with the dull hunger of leaving home. Um, yeah, uh, I think I had that line originally and, and I start, you know, I started, um, of working with this this idea of being um seized or or, or taken away from someplace um, and yeah I don't know
0: do you it's, do you talk to your family very much about oh yeah. this um this background
1: um I I have yeah um and actually more uh more recently over the past couple of years uh with my dad um just asking him about uh you know where our family comes from. Right. okay so on my mom's side it's just you know she's got like there's 11 um sorry there's a like 11 12 uh you know brothers and sisters and it's just huge family and I'm not too familiar with um with everyone on my mom's side and and uh, my dad's side uh, is also a really big family so uh yeah I, d- I do t- talk to them often um just because I feel like it's something that's important for me to know but as far as my writing practice goes it was a uh, it wasn't, you know, um, it wasn't very big consideration for me. Um, like I said, l- w- how, uh, how I begin to write has always been about, um, the, the music of the language first. The, does that make sense? It does. Okay.
0: Um, yeah. I'm interested in kind of the, the ghost between the lines. Um, I know that we've talked in, in our correspondence yeah. a little bit about, um, uh, what, what we don't write about when we're writing yeah, about things. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Like I, I was, I was writing, um, you know, when, when you asked, uh, what, what, poem I wanted to explore, um, uh, I I wanted to bring, um, this poem out because, uh, it's, you know, it, it's in line with, um, uh, a project that I'm, I'm working on. And, um, but yeah, no, t- anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, uh, but back to the ghost that you were talking about. So I think that, as writers or or even as, as artists, um, there's, there's a few, um, subjects and themes that, uh, that sometimes we, we sort of step around or evade or, or maybe resist. Um, and I think that the ones that we most actively resist actually end up finding their way into the work anyway. And so, um, when I was talking to you about like how they kind of they haunt and they they ghost themselves into the lines, you know. I think with um, with where I'm from, the Philippines. Uh, so I left when I was four, um, and uh, I came back before I moved to uh, before I immigrated to Canada when I was nine for a little bit. Um, and you know what I uh, what I remember of the Philippines uh, is is uh, is poverty and and this sort of like this. Stench of you know uh, Palenque, which is marketplace, and 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 it was it was weird, but but I also remember family and um and uh and language and and um how uh, my cousins um you know thought it was uh I don't know it was like that I was fancy because I I spoke English or you know or, or or spoke English with a particular accent right and so. I think how, um, where I'm from and how I didn't write about it ghosted itself into the lines by my, by my weird, maybe not so weird, by my, um, obsession with, uh, with the textures of, of language, you know, I I think different poets, um, you know, they, they write like with a a narrative in mind, or they write with like story, or, or maybe they write towards, um, some larger, some larger meaning. And for me, it was always on, on this very tactile textural level. And I think maybe that's how, um, where I came from sort of of like found its way into my poetry is like this weird, um, like liminal space I've always sort of uh, functioned in when um, living, you know, different places I've been. And um, does,
0: does the immigration aspect find its way into more of your work?
1: I think so, I mean, not like early, you know, not in my previous work. I, I think when I started writing poetry seriously, it was all about just like relationships and heartbreak and sex and mm-hmm. just, you know, my feelings. <laughs> I think it's still about my feelings, but um, the, those aspects of my, um, like you said, like my identity. Um you know, uh, being like an immigrant, like in a transplant, you know, I, I feel like I've, I've, my, my identity is, uh, is more accurately a transplant than as like a native of anywhere, you know? Um, that's interesting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's weird because I, I feel like everywhere I've lived, like, I've lived in, uh, you know, I've lived in Austin for, for a good while and, and even in Denton. And when you are, um, we, we, when your community of friends are, are artists, like we're all trans- transplants, we're all just like from, you know, all over the place. And um, and yeah, so I don't know. It's weird. It's I always uh, I always sort of envied people who felt um, homesickness or um, what I what I always thought was like this true idea of homesickness. Um, who have like a childhood home that they grew up in and they have like the room and, and the streets. Like, I can't tell you what's. Yeah, is that the, a yeah. real thing? <laughs> yeah, well, you have a bit of a. I mean, you're originally from. Is it? This is not about me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, but yeah, exactly. Like, just, you know, um, I like I said, I, I lived in the Philippines and then from there I lived in uh, Bahrain and I lived in Qatar for a little bit. And then, uh, yeah, like back to Philippines, and then Canada, and then from Canada, like Seattle, and then Seattle to Austin, and then Austin to here. So, it's weird. Um, I don't, I don't, I, you know, necessarily um, identify with any particular um, region or or nation, um, but. It makes
0: for a variety of work for sure. I think so. Can you maybe Can you tell me a little bit about um, your your physical process of writing? Do you have a, um do you have a place that you go oh. to? Do you have a mindset that you live in when you start to work on these poems yeah, and start yeah, thinking yeah. about
1: actually writing? Yeah. Um, oh, I'm afraid it's very dull, but um, um, <laughs> so I, I I I tend to write in a, a couple places. Um Fairly regularly, and when I say write, it's like, you know, I'm not sitting there and I'm composing like poems. You know, I'm just usually like I'm I, I journal, so I write about my day. But I write um, in my notebook, and it's my uh, Mead five star or six by nine notebook. Uh, it has to be black cover, and it's spiral bound, and and it's always been this notebook for like several years because it's the only one with the lines like light enough. Uh, this is getting just really <laughs> <laughs> um well actually you know what it's i don't think it's 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 that weird i think a lot of writers um have um you know tactile relationships to their uh, their writing implements Absolutely. And, and and their habits um so yeah uh, the place i i get to um yeah it it's it's hard for me to write if there's somebody else in the room but at the same time i've written in coffee houses so i think that um I write really well, where I feel like I um, don't have a you know a connection with anyone around me, if that makes sense. So, like I can write in in a, like a really loud, just um sort of boisterous coffeehouse where a lot of people are chatting and and talking, and and I can also write at home. but I can't write at home if like my boyfriend's like sitting on the couch next to me, like that's <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Um, so, for me to get in the place where um, the journaling turns into something that might become a poem, usually takes um, a great deal of uh, just inner silence, if that makes sense. And, and for me to get into that place, you know, um, I need to sort of have—I um, ha- I need to have it either loud enough around me or quiet enough around me to uh, kind of oops, sorry, <laughs> to fall all the way in, like, the.
0: so it's a daily, away. it's a daily process for you that eventually builds into,
1: yeah, uh, the writing, yeah, I, I, I write, like, like I said, it, it, when I write, it's not necessarily, like, it doesn't always turn out to be a poem, but yeah, I do, I do write regularly, um, so I write in my notebook, and I also write on, like, online, I have this blog. Yes, tell us about that. Where, where can we where <laughs> no, can we no, find no. your work? Well that's the thing no one can. Okay, so it's it's this weird uh it's it's sort of like a private blog, but it's public. So I mean anyone can access it, but I'm not gonna tell anyone the address okay. uh, <laughs> to it. Uh, no but I do have a website that um my um like all any poetry I have that's been published like online or in journals they're all gathered there and it's um, paulajanemendoza.tumblr.com because I'm I'm an old like Tumblr kid from way back. Yeah, hey, that's okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: um, and
0: recent publications if if somebody wanted to find
1: Oh, yes. Um so I uh, recently was published in Prelude and that's available online. I think it's prelude.org, maybe prelude.mag.org. Mm-hmm. Um, and before that Parcel, um, which is this uh, print journal really beautiful too and, and you have a chat book that's out with raw yes that's right uh so uh all slither um is out with raw paw and raw paw is an um arts collective in austin and they are—they uh, do a lot of stuff. Um, beautiful work. Yeah, yeah. Your chapbook really is so beautiful. Aww, is there anywhere that
0: um, we can pick it up if the readers are interested? Um, or yes. Listeners? So
1: uh, I think they have. Well, no, they don't have my chapbook, but they do have some Rob Paul um, journals and uh, or the magazine. I think at Fort months, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, oh, I'll be reading. At Pegasus. That's right. Yeah, that might, that might be
0: uh, before this uh, comes out. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But we're very excited to have you for that as well. Okay. <laughs> so at
1: the the webs at the webs uh, on my website, I've got my contact information. If anybody wants a copy of All Slither. Um, they could just hit me up and we'll, we'll talk about bartering.
0: Paula Jane Mendoza at Tumblr. Tumblr.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Paula Jane Mendoza.tumblr.com.
0: Excellent. So. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, yeah, Paul. Absolutely. It was a delight to talk to you.
1: Thanks so much, Courtney. Yeah.
0: Thank you for listening to Spiderweb Salon's podcast. I'm Courtney Murray, and this has been a Pariah production.